We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Hey! <laughs> Kyle Jackson here. Back. In action. Finally! Yeah! Finally! The Kyle has come back! <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. I guess it's fair. It's pretty it's pretty fair. <laughs> pretty dang fair. It's funny, you know. Um <clears throat> we've skipped a couple of weeks. Uh yeah. life got crazy and in the way at, well I won't I'm not gonna say in the way. Not in the life, way. Life got life crazy. Happens. Life happens. Um but I thought, oh, you know, it actually might be nice to to because because we've talked about how intensive it is to do a podcast every single week. Yeah, it's hard. If you if you if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to jump into podcasting, by all means do it, but you might just dip your toe once a month and then go from there. Because at it, least once every other week. Yeah, we, know, we 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 jumped in full on head in and. Um, didn't realize what we're getting into. No, although yeah. it's been fun. No, I love it. Love it. It's it's a lot, it is a lot of fun, but it is a lot of work. You know, like we try and do the hits and misses every Monday, which we really suck at. Um, you know, we try and put content up regularly, uh, and of course, this is not. We're not. We're not some company. It's a two-man uh, show hires, here. hires a media crew, yeah. a social media person we're, to take care of we're all We're learning this all this on the fly. Yeah, it's just me and you. But I thought, I would, I thought I, it would be a nice break. Um, and, well, we, had, we, had, we thought we had enough podcasts recorded, but um, I, the point I was trying to make, come to find out, uh, I actually missed it a lot. Right. Right. Uh, and am very much glad to be back doing it again after those couple of weeks off because, yeah, it's just something that has, has grown on me. It's been, I, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed doing it, just sitting. At, and the nice thing about it is it's just two buddies sitting here talking. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's an important part of it. You know, we, talk, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Um, yeah, I recorded one with Dana. And and we released it, and that was cool. But it's not the Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. I mean, we needed we needed a filler. Uh, we had to get another podcast in there before we were going to be able to get together and stuff like that. We got a ton coming up. Oh, you know? we have we have so many coming up, um, and we thought we had it all planned out. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the year, oh, well, we did. Bam, 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 and then we did. There was a there was a hitch in the giddy up during the antelope hunt. Yeah, so there, the antelope hunt podcast is still coming. Don't don't fret, peoples. But we didn't record any during the hunt, and we had planned to record like two or three. three we needed or three. Something. We needed three um, minimum, but we didn't get them. We were you know we were hunting hard tired um you were in the midst of getting this whole moving thing kind of geared Going, up that's yeah. where you were kind of you were kind of starting in on that yeah um and and d-don's no help at all 
Dion's no help. Though. No help. I mean, you know, he does the dishes. He does the dishes. Okay. <laughs> I get up and stoke the fire. Yeah, you yeah, cook the I meals. Cook. I cook. So no, yeah. but that I mean that's that's we talked about that yesterday um, when you came in. The dynamic that we have as hunting buddies, everybody kind of fills a role, and and you were fine. You you found, like you said, it was great to podcast with your wife, but um, there. I think one of the reasons that we do this, I'm not, I won't say, try not to get ahead of myself and say we do this well, but one of the reasons I think that um, we so easily slipped into the podcasting world uh, without a whole lot of trouble um, was because we kind of each complement each other in it. You know, um, that was... We thought at the very first when we started the podcast, oh, we'll do 30 minutes. And we weren't even sure if we were going to be able to fill 30 minutes. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't sure we were going to be able to fill 30 minutes. That one was mostly you. Yeah, I remember you saying, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, would be good. And our very first podcast that we recorded and deleted um, was an hour. And so at the time, we were recording on, on, and we still do all of our podcasts on Anchor. Uh, and at the time, we were recording on the Anchor app on the phone. on our phones. Yeah, and we didn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know anything. Anything. Um, and we recorded that first app, that first podcast, and it started flashing. And we were thinking fifteen twenty minutes. And next thing you know, the phone is flashing at me, telling me, "Hey, we're only going to record sixty minutes, and then we're done." And I was like, "Uh." We better wrap this up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. Yeah, like, we did. We wrapped uh, it up. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, and we wrapped it up. And then, of course, it got deleted because you also had to have service to save yeah, your and recordings. We and we learned all of that the hard way. Um, and, of course, now we've got microphones and recorders and just a whole bunch of crap we don't need. Uh, but it's so much fun. It's nice to have it. It is very nice to the have it. The audio quality is much better. It's Ten more better. more stuff to haul around, but I haven't heard anybody complaining about not being able to hear me. No, I think we got that fixed. Yeah. So, and the funny thing is that never before starting the podcast did anyone ever complain about not hearing Rodney. No, it was only that first no. little bit, that right? first year where you couldn't hear Rodney. Yeah, <laughs> my whole life people were like, "Shut, Shut up!" <laughs> so. But and they were like, we can't hear you. <laughs> so, um, we do, we had a lot coming up. So we, we've got some podcasts coming up and I talked about this a little last week. Um, uh, we, we've got some podcasts, at least a podcast coming up about the antelope hunt. We've got a podcast coming up about, um, our elk hunt, which mm-hmm. we're going to go on, uh, a show few short days after you guys hear this, we're going to be yeah. heading out to the mountains to uh, go chase some elk. Um, we're going to be doing a podcast for our deer hunt, which is a couple weeks after our elk hunt. Um, we're going to be doing, let me see what else we got. We got our Hunt It Forward hunt coming up. Uh, we've got Magdalena's hunt coming up. We've got Barbary hunt um, coming up. I'm in the midst of trying to get us some private land oryx tags. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, hunt it forward. 
got yeah 104 we've got our 104 girls from last year they've got an elk hunt and yeah. we're hoping that we can get together with them um and help them out a bit on that hunt and uh if not which that one's going to be tricky because that hunt and my daughter's hunted at the same time and i have to put you know i have to go with maggie um I want to go with Maggie, yeah. but you know, with that hunt being at the same time, I don't know how much I'll be able to help uh, hunt it forward from last year. But I help them all I can. If Maggie gets lucky and we get a deer, then we'll go help them out. Um, but regardless, I'd like to get with them and and do a podcast about their first, you know, hunt that they've applied for and, and Drew, went yeah. on and everything. Yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. And it's so, actually. Uh, yeah, it actually won't take us, shouldn't take us too much to do that because they, um, they drew a unit that's pretty close to where, where I live. So yeah, and where Maggie drew her hunt. So we'll be yeah. in, in the same vicinity. It'd just be a matter of sitting down to dinner one night or something. Yeah, just right across the highway. So hopefully, Lots with some elk backstrap or something on the grill, mm-hmm. that would be nice. Or yes. deer, either one. Yeah, um, so I'm interested in Maggie's hunt because it's a whitetail hunt. And I've never had whitetail. Yeah. I've only ever had mule deer. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to her possibly getting one. Yeah. It's her first hunt, so the odds are not in her favor tremendously. But hopefully uh, she can have some success. We'll get a whitetail and be able to try some whitetail meat. Yep. Still working working on finding her caliber that is all right. We shot that 6.5 yeah. camera yesterday. So we were... Uh, I guess backing up a little bit. Yesterday was National Hunting and Fishing Day. It was mm-hmm. f- what they call Free Fishing Day, mm-hmm. but it's actually set aside uh, set aside by Congress back in 1971, I think it was, to recognize that um, the contributions, the large contributions that hunters and anglers provide for conservation of wildlife in this nation. And I think it's a fantastic reminder, and it, um, we were thinking about doing this podcast yesterday, but um, late hours, et cetera, et cetera. We went yeah. out and, and did some uh, sighting in with Shay from Hunt It Forward 2019, mm-hmm. uh, and Rodney and them got in pretty late the night before, so we ended up doing it today. But I think it's quite fitting that the day after would have been the day of but the day after national hunting and fishing day that we're sitting here talking about this stuff so yeah yeah so and like you're talking about we went we went shooting yesterday and maggie got to uh she's been anxious to try that six five and i was really hoping that that would be a good caliber for her and i think it would be i just that particular gun kind of like that seven millimeter seven millimeter eight um i think that's a good caliber for youth but I think she's a little bit too youth. <laughs> <laughs> too youth. Did you say too youth? <laughs> uh, she's she's pretty small, but and and I think I know I'm not even going to let her try that seven millimeter eight because uh, it's got quite a bit of recoil. That six five has got a little bit more recoil than she's comfortable right. with. Yeah, yeah. and you, you you took a bit. It was actually interesting. So. We have all this. We have all this technology. Yeah, it's fantastic. Because Rodney took a video of Maggie shooting yesterday, and you can, uh, you know, in the split second, you can tell the recoil kind of hurt her, but you're not really sure. 
uh, Rodney took a video, a slow-mo of her shooting, and you can really see just the amount of recoil that comes back yeah. into her shoulder. And and it's not that she was in a bad position. It's not that she, I mean, she was doing everything she was supposed to. You can just she tell. She still made a decent shot. She made a great shot. Um, you, you can just tell it's probably just a little too much for her. To look well, too and that, the, the interesting thing about that video, um, it was her second shot. Yes, and she was already gun Maggie doesn't flinch. I mean, she's never flinched. She's a really good shot. She really concentrates. She really pays attention. And on this video, because it was her second shot shooting that uh, 6.5, the first one kind of bit her, and she wasn't going to shoot again. She'd said, you know, yeah, that's too much for me. Um, but then about 10 minutes later, she was like, well, you know... I think I'll try it again. Um, and so we set her back up, and she got on there, and I took that slow-motion video. And just before she pulls that trigger, you can just see it, man. She closes her eyes and kind of moves her head, and then she pulls that trigger, and um, it you can see in that slow motion that it wallops her pretty good. Uh, she's fine. I mean, it's not going to hurt her. She could shoot it. Yeah. Um but mentally, it's going to get in the way of her shooting because that's a hard thing. Even for an adult male to get over is that bang and that recoil. It's, it's natural yeah. for us to shy away from that. You know? So you know, I don't blame her at all. So what, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to look into getting her, uh, either getting her, her own little two two three rifle or letting her shoot my AR. Or mine. I've got several with optics on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's great that we have that technology, and you can mm-hmm. look at that. And like you said, it's not that it's not that she couldn't handle it physically, and and a lot of most of the time, this is what it is with new shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we saw it whenever we did our first sight in with Hunt It Forward twenty nineteen with Shay and Ryan. Um, particularly with Shay, she's smaller in stature. She's not, not, um, you know, a big girl. And, and so we went through the several calibers that, that, that we Mm -hmm. shot and that seven millimeter or seven millimeter 08, which ever, you know, not everybody, but several people that you knew had told you, oh, this is a great, uh, female and, and kid gun. That sucker kick like a mule look like to and me. It's not necessarily the kick on that one, but that particular gun. So as I was standing there filming, yeah, when when you would shoot, the, you could feel yeah. the, concu- the, the, the the percussion from yeah. from the air, yeah. you know, hitting you. Yeah, um, and that surprised me. And so, like I like I say, when it's not physically that they can't do it. She could shoot that gun, and she mm-hmm. did shoot that gun, mm-hmm. and well, and and she shot it well. But again, mentally, that bang the the hit from the it's an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that stands in the way of them actually um, being able to shoot that gun. Yeah, and and that, you have to take that into account, mm-hmm. um, especially as parents. Yes. Instead of taking the hard line and saying, don't flinch, don't be a wuss, you know, you're going to shoot this gun, understand that 
we don't want to create those mental training scars. No, no, we don't. And it's it's good to to work with them, stay inside their comfort zone, and and help them grow because she's got many many years of hunting in front of her. She's so excited. She loves it. She's really uh, enjoying all the aspects. Um, you know, from a, a it's no different than what we do with the hunted forward people. Yeah. Only I get to be there every day. Yeah. Um, you know, applying for the hunts and you know doing her hunter safety and. And all of that stuff is, it's good bonding for me and her, um, and it's good learning for her, you know, and I don't want to mess it up by, by, you're going to shoot this gun kind of, kind of deal. You know, I remember when I was young, um, I didn't have much of a choice. If I wanted to go hunting, you're going to go hunting with this. It was a, uh, 300 Savage and yeah, it hurt, um, <laughs> uh, I had a, a side-by-side double-barrel shotgun, 12-gauge, um, and it didn't have a recoil pad on it. It just had a – the stock was even was unfinished, and we took a, a rifle butt off of a rifle and put it on the shotgun. the shotgun. And the screw that we used wouldn't go all the way into the deal, so it hit me right about here, you know? Yeah. And just by the time the day was over, you know, after going through a couple boxes of shotgun shells, I just have a big old bruise and a dimple right there from that screw. And you could see the little cross, the little <laughs> cross in my shoulder. But I wanted to hunt, and that was the only option. So, so that's, that's what, what I did. did, you know. But yeah. I don't have to put Maggie through that. No. Uh, so I'm not going to. Right. She can shoot one of the ARs, or I'll get her a little two two three. Um, She's still excited, but six five was a little bit much for her. Shay, on the other hand, that's what she decided to go with when, when we went when we went hunting. And I wish we had her here today. When we went um, our first trip to the range, uh, we took a six five, two seventy, two forty three, seven millimeter oh eight, and I think I took my thirty out six and a thirty out six. My wife's thirty out six. Yeah, and. And so she got to shoot all these calibers. Ryan got to shoot all these calibers. And she um, settled on the 6.5 um, and got her got her a nice little 6.5. And she, she brought it out yesterday, and we sighted it in and um, got her to shooting. And I am very comfortable in her ability to put a bullet in the bullseye on a target. Yeah. Effective round, rounds downrange. Right. She has no problem doing that. We will see. We will see what happens when we put an animal at the other end. Yeah, it it it, it always it changes. It's always interesting thing. to see how it translates yeah. from range from the range to the field because you have so many other factors that start kicking in. You have so much time to calm yourself in the at the range, and you have a yeah. stable platform and all these things, and so. Um, you have to take that into account too, um, and that's something that we'll do as we get closer to the hunt. Is start talking to her about preparing yourself for those factors yeah. to mentally prepare yourself. I mean, you can't prepare yourself for physically for or even mentally for every single thing that could be thrown at you, but you discuss with them the weather, discuss with them the type of terrain that they're going to be yeah. in. Discuss with them the likelihood of the types of shot that they're going to be taking, um, the amount of time that they'll have to take those shots. You know, you look at 
the doe antelope that you're usually hunting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if, if they see you, you've got five seconds, maybe 10 seconds to make that shot. If they don't see you, you've got a little bit more time, but then you've got to, you know, we saw this with hunt with the gals, you know, Emily and, and Adrian from 2018, mm-hmm. um, all those does together in January, getting we one, like, getting one to, to yeah, separate that, from the herd. Yeah. I mean, that took a long time. That took a long time. Yeah. Um, and it was really kind of a, uh, that was Adrian's shot. Um, she was up first and, um, it took such a long time that she really had the time to sit there and collect herself, get calm. You know, we we were prone, but just waiting and waiting for one of those does to separate itself and get out in the open. It seemed, well, it's funny as it seemed there was a little buck. Um, and he was, I think, barely above his ears. So he was just outside of legal. We could have shot him if he had been below his ears, but he was just barely above his ears. And I remember him getting separated out by himself two or three times and thinking, that doesn't happen if you're hunting. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it does if you're hunting does. Yeah. You know, uh, you go out hunting bull elk and you see a hundred cows. You put a cow tag in your pocket and you the see... first time that we took Dana and Annie oh my on gosh. a cow hunt, How many bulls we saw we 50 bulls oh, that at morning. Least. At least. Nothing but bulls. Nothing Not a bulls. single cow. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Unless you got that doe or cow tag in your pocket, that's right. It's just that, that, welcome to hunting. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot. Though, there's a lot still that we got to pr- prepare Shay for. Um, the nice thing, <clears throat> the nice thing is that she's she's thinking about it. She, I mean, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we we had probably the. I'm not. I'm trying trying to be. No, Adrian and Emily were perfect okay. last year. There's the, 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 yeah. every they, class. They were the perfect. Every they, class succeeding yeah. is just going to have to accept that that's our best class. They were because it was our first class. However, I, I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to have a caveat here. They were perfect in that they took every instruction that we had. They were excited about it. But the one thing I will say about Shay is that she's asking more questions she's, and thinking more forward about it than even they did. She is. She's she's very and of course, you know, we're not talking about Ryan not not trying to leave him out, but he wasn't able to make it to the shooting range yesterday. Um so we got to, you know, talk with Shay yesterday, so that's so, that's why we're talking about her right now. But yeah, I, she's very inquisitive. She has lots of questions. Uh, she's always asking, "When are we going to do this? When yeah. are we going to do this? And are yeah. we going to do this?" And we're like, "Yep." Yep, we're yep. gonna get to that. Yep. We're gonna so that's to. that's really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. She's asking yesterday about shot placement. Yeah, and, and you know, are you guys gonna show me where I need to shoot them? And we're like, absolutely, we're gonna go over that, but at its proper time, you know. Uh, so, but there is a lot. You know, she was asking about gear that she needs, and um, uh, you know, what kind of stuff that she need to get before the hunt. So I think we're gonna sit down and make a little list of of the. Needs and wants, because that's basically what it is. There's certain things you need, and there's a lot of stuff you want. Yeah. Um, you know, she's going to need a good pair of boots. Uh, if she has has some already, great. Um, she needs a knife. She doesn't need a knife because we will have knives, but she needs a knife. She needs a knife. If Yeah, going forward in her hunting mm-hmm. career, there's no reason for you not to get started that way. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, especially as excited as she is about it. Uh, if it was someone who was on the fence about it, and it was just kind of like, yeah. okay, well, let's see the next step. At that point, I might, I you know, I might say, well, if you continue, you'll need this, but yeah. you can use ours for now. Yeah, but I absolutely see her going forward with it. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. There, yeah, I mean, she's she's. I mean, she bought a rifle for Pete's sake. Yeah, she did. You know, uh, so very excited. You know, really looking forward to that coming up. Uh, all of the different nuances. You know, this is our second year of doing it, so we've learned a little bit. We've got a little bit better. You know, we've got more ideas for next year. Uh, and that's the other thing that's interesting um, is seeing that change and how much more prepared we are right for it and to, to answer those questions we kind of know that you, we need to do this we need to do this because adrian and emily were our guinea pigs on it and we're like yeah we probably should have done this at this time and yeah. and it, and as we go forward it'll it'll progress even more than that yeah. you know it, i see it getting to the point where, where we kind of have a, a quote-unquote curriculum Yes, with an outline of when and where and all that stuff, and and that's never a bad thing. No, to, to no, get all not. get that stuff. Organized. It'd be a lot easier to you know, like like right now. There's a lot of things that we don't know. You know, like when and where and what hunt do we have available and stuff like that. And it'll be a lot better going, you know, in the future. I'm not going to say that that's going to happen next year, but in the future when we we know these are the hunts that we have. Yeah. And these are the hunts that you're going to get to go on. These are the dates. So before they ever even commit to it, they know everything and all the times and all the places that they have to be. Yep. Uh, and, you know, going forward, we'll probably get some of that put together. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but at any rate, we beg, steal, and borrow. Beg, steal, and borrow. You know? Absolutely. We beg for more time, borrow more time, steal more time if we have to. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's basically what it is, you know, to, to get this done. And, and, and it's funny, funny enough. Um, it's, it's the same with, with your life. If you were, if you were being the mentor and we hope that you guys out there are looking at this and and looking to be mentors, if you're being the mentor, you're beg stealing and borrowing time. I get Mm -hmm. it from my wife all the time. You're doing what again? Yep. And I have to tell her, look, I, you guys wanted us to do this. When we went full bore, you should have known we were going to go full bore. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, um, we took, what, six hours yesterday to go help Shay yeah. sight in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's six hours that could have been spent with family, but we sacrificed that time. Yeah. You know what, though? Our kids see that. Uh-huh. And when our kids see us helping others, they're going to want to help others. Absolutely. So, to me, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Maggie got to go with us. Yeah. She got to see, because she was shooting too, she got to see what we're doing. She got to understand, you know, what we're doing for other people. And showing your kids the, the importance of helping others is a plus. Yes. So, And, and what I, I guess what I really meant by it was, unless you're there and you see that mm-hmm. and, and you know that, it's hard for it. It is going to be hard for your spouse because you are taking yeah. time away from them. But yeah. if you can, again, explain it like that, we weren't necessarily taking a bunch of time from the family because we did have Maggie with us, mm-hmm. and she's getting to see the good stuff that is happening. Yep. And us helping others, and that is never a waste of time. No, no, Ever. it's not. 
And uh, and last year Annie got to help out. You know, when 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 the girls got their antelope last year, we cooked some antelope street tacos, and oh my gosh, delicious. And um, you know, so she got to see some of the fruits of what we're doing, going through that. So that was pretty cool. Was Dana there? For that? Dana wasn't there. Dana I came wasn't up there. by myself. Huh? Yeah, you came up by yourself. Um, but you know, so Annie got to see some of that. Last year with our, with and, our and bunch of forward participants. I will give my wife full credit. Um, this has all started and been going in probably what are some of the hardest years. The early years of your children. Of our early years of our marriage, early years of our children, mm-hmm. everything. Uh, and especially now, the the chaos of, of job change and, and moving and things like that. And so... Um, I will give her full credit that she has been an absolute trooper. Right. And sometimes she is absolutely due the um, guff that she gives me <laughs> about it. Uh, so, but I love her dearly because she does let me do it. Um, yeah. Sometimes I wish she'd be a little more, a little more uh, supportive of it, but I'm, I'm not going to complain at this point. Heck no. Heck no. No, we, we get to do it. We know we get to do... We got to do some good antelope hunting. We've got we've got two great hunts coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna get to hunt both full hunts. Uh, super excited about that. Last year we didn't get to hunt much together, um, but this year we've got two great hunts. I'm really looking forward to it. I love the hunt down in Artesia. Oh yeah, that deer hunt's uh, awesome. We get to stay with my family down there, who I just. I can't say enough good things about. I absolutely love staying there with them. I love camping. I would always want to go camping, set elk camp, set deer camp, and stuff like that. But when we get the opportunity to stay with my family down there in Artesia, uh, you just can't beat it. It's it's so much fun. Uh, Becky and Roger are just class people. Yeah. Uh, well, and um, holds holds a little bit of sentimental value as far as not a grande goes. That's uh... Right, the first hunt you and me and Didon did together. Did together. Mm-hmm. Very first hunt. Uh, we've talked about that a lot. You know, I was very trepidatious about getting you two together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just never know. Yeah, you know. And all other sides, all other things aside, you never know when you've got two two you know lifelong great buddies, which is what me and you were, and me and Didon were. And if you two don't like each other. It makes it hell. It, it yeah, it sucks. So so that's the real reason that I was just always like, all right, man, I hope I hope they get along because yeah. those were my two buddies. So no, it worked out fantastic. Every year, you know, we don't get to spend as much time with Deedon as we want to, but every year, when as soon as hunting season starts and we're all together, we pick up right where we left off with the mama jokes and the the ribbon and the camaraderie and the fun and. So it's pretty cool. And yeah, that that is the first hunt that we did, the three of us together. And it was so much fun. It was so unsuccessful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we all got shots. We all missed. Uh, It was, we all stalked. We all blew stalks. We all stalked real close into deer. It just, it was so much fun. And we just, we laughed the whole way through. Mm -hmm. And, and so... I like when we have the opportunity to go do that hunt. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, staying with my family, shooting pool, chasing deer. It's just a good deal. Yeah. So. 
So let's talk about elk hunt real quick. Yep. I didn't know if I was going to get to go on the elk hunt. <clears throat> yeah, I was pretty bummed about that. I know you were, and that's why I was real excited to call you the other day and let you know that I had talked my boss into letting me go. Um, but excited about that hunt. We drew six, six C. C, and you okay. have done a ton of scouting, yeah. Google Earth, and we know. So if you know Rodney, he starts preparing for mm-hmm. the next hunt. The day that the last hunt ended, yeah, and he has been scouring Google Earth, and he's really, really good at it. and And the funny thing is, um, D-Don's got some buddies that that hunt that area, yeah. And Rodney, this is prior prior to us even talking to those guys, but Rodney had scouted out some areas and you know drawn his maps and and that type of thing. Yep. And D-Don's buddy sent sent a picture of a bull that they they had gotten, and yeah. the location, right? So yeah, so. So basically what happened is D-Don said, hey, uh, shoot me a couple of pictures with the areas that you're thinking we're going to hunt, and I'll shoot them to my buddy and see what he thinks about them. So I sent him two pictures. Well, D-Don only got one. and I So I have my area, my number one area, right? And then I had my number two area, and I sent those pictures. Well, D-Don only got the picture from my number two area. He forwarded it to his buddy, and his buddy was like, why, why would he even look at that area? There's there's no elk down there. And then I don't I don't know exactly how it happened, but I guess he decided to go down there and check it out. And he calls D Don and he's like, dude, I typically never see anything down there. I've you know, don't go in there much because I don't see much in there, so I usually don't hunt down there. Don't know why he picked that area, but it is plumb full of elk right now. <laughs> plumb full. <laughs> a few days later, he sends us a picture of a bull they took out of that area. Um, so really excited. Yeah. Um, then I sent him, so then I told Dino, what did you say about the other area? And Dino sent him that other area and. Well, Dino get, didn't get a picture. So he said, well, yeah. I didn't get it. So you resent it to it, him. And Dino sent it to him and the guy was like, yeah, that's the good area. So like, that's my number. That's, one <laughs> that's, that's the spot. So, uh, very excited. I've got several spots. I've got seven I don't know how we won't make it to seven spots because, you know, we've only got the hunts five days. But yeah. I've got seven spots picked out. Um, and, of course, I've got the number one and the number two uh, lined out. And then I've got I've got a couple that are very small areas. Like, number one and number two are large areas, mm-hmm. you know. You're not going to hunt it all in like, a day. Yeah, day, day huntable, yeah. Two, several day huntable areas. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple of spots, and I've got one in particular. It's my number three area. It's a very small area. It looks like it looks like a spot that's kind of hidden, like a spot that a ton of people are going to drive right by because it just doesn't look like there's much there. Which is which intrigues me simply for the fact that Rodney had a spot like that on our antelope hunt, mm-hmm. and. We saw two boss antelope in that spot. Yep. Yep, yep. And several other decent ones. And just exactly, and, and you're exactly right. That's the exact kind of spot that, that's the exact kind of spot that this is on the elk hunt that, that I had found on the antelope hunt just doing Google Earth. Just something about it that, you know, it's a little spot and I'm thinking, you know what? 
There's not a ton of property here. It doesn't look like something that a lot of people are going to be paying much attention to. It's kind of kind of innocuous in a way, you know, like people are going to be like, well, there's not enough territory there. Something that somebody's going to drive by and say, oh, that's state land. You got to okay. walk out there to get to yeah. it, you know, to the good spot. And and so, yeah, it same thing. That's what this elk spot is. Um, not a whole lot of area. Uh, it's public all around it. So, there, I mean, there's not anything like that. You know, it's not like just a little bitty spot of public, but... But it's just a spot that it's got it's got all of the things that you look for in elk habitat. It's got cover. It's got space. It's got water. The only thing that I can't identify is whether or not it's got food in it. But yeah, and that's going to be dependent on rain. I'm sure else. it's got food in it. Well, if you've I mean, got the space, you know, you've got the food. Yeah. So it's a very interesting little spot, and it's a spot that I know that we are going to hunt unless we've already killed elk in the in our first two spots. So. Very excited about that one. Um, The hard part is, you know, and we talk about this a lot, we are, we're your average Joe. I think, and I can't say this for a fact, but I think the majority of people that hunt are like my family. They spend the majority of their time hunting in their backyard. Mm -hmm. Country they know, country they've hunted a lot, country that's close to home. Yep. We like to venture, you know. Now, we're not venturing to Montana and Idaho and Wyoming and Arizona yet. yet. <laughs> but we like to venture. You know, our goal is to hunt big game in every big game unit in the state. Mm-hmm. And we're working really hard at that. And we've got another, well, we've, we're knocking two more off the list this year. Yeah. So, um, but it's hard to do scouting. We got to work. It's hard enough for you to get time off to go hunting, as you just explained. Much less to go scouting. It's also a long ways from home. You know, so that computer, that Google, plays a huge, huge role in that. And like I was talking to you yesterday about, you know, I I got this spot where I think we can get up high and glass a large portion of our unit. Uh... And so still kind of undecided, but I, that may be one thing that we do is spend a whole day of hunting, glassing, mm-hmm. figuring out if we can see them where they are. Now, they'll be a long ways off. It's not like we're going to spot them and be like, okay, let's go get them. It's going to be a, let's spend the day seeing where they're coming out, seeing where they're going in, seeing where we can, where they're going into bed, where they're coming out in the evening, stuff like that. And then spend the other four days actually chasing an elk. Yeah. You know? So... We may do that. We may get up there and just decide, nope, let's go chase some elk. <laughs> we may get up there and go, there's an elk. Shoot right? it. Right. Uh, all reports are currently that they're, they're still talking and there's still a lot of them running around. So very excited. Yeah. I think it's going to be really good. Um, I'm just excited that I get to go. Yeah. <laughs> and spend more than just a day. Because I, I was probably going to get to go. I was going to kind of sneak away from work. Maybe hunt for a day or two, but um, found figured out a way to get get there and hunt at least most of the hunt. Yeah, uh, if I don't get the last day, I don't get the last day. Yeah. But. Well, I don't think any of us are going to get all of the last day, regardless. Yeah, you know, maybe half of it. Yeah, um, taking the families on this hunt that's going to be good. That's going to be good. That's going to be the first camping trip we've done this year, which uh, I'm 
I'm going to be honest, I'm going into withdrawals. Shows you how busy we've been. Exactly. You know. So, looking forward to that a lot. And like you talked about, uh, looking forward to the deer hunt. Um, but I've got I've got a couple more spots picked out for our deer hunt, too. I know. Um, we've got our standbys. I know. You know, our, our traditionals that I'm sure we'll, we'll uh, hit up first. But I've got a couple little... I've got a couple of little spots that I've scoured up on the Google and uh, we'll at least go check out. Mm -hmm. So that country is interesting. Yeah. Uh, It's awfully hard to scout on Google Earth. I bet. Very hard because it's just sand dunes and mesquite bushes (laughs) and creeks where there's there's not a whole lot. (laughs) So, uh, but there's a lot of deer out there. Yeah. Yeah. one of the cool things about that hunt is I think every day we do two or three stocks, mm-hmm. you know, which just goes to show how hard hunting is. Uh, we've both taken deer out of that area, um, but we've blown more opportunities than we've made successful because it's so... It's just so hard. It's oh, yeah. such a hard thing to do yep. to successfully complete a hunt. Yeah. Well, and that's... Especially with the primitive muzzleloader. Uh, primitive muzzleloader, uh, archery. I mean, um, modern guns you can reach out and touch stuff with, but to do it effectively still takes some skill, some practice, and all that. And and it, it comes back to what we've, we've been talking about, and I think um, I'll continue to talk about is redefining you know what what we consider a trophy if you if you can come home with an animal mm-hmm. that that's a trophy you have you have um outwitted mother nature you yep. have you have successfully beat all the senses that are put into those animals to keep them alive yeah and that's impressive especially when you have done as many stocks as we have and blown as many stocks as we have and you understand mm-hmm. how good those senses, those animal senses are and to make everything work and, and, and it, all, it includes a little bit of luck, mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe a lot of luck sometimes, but to do that is just an accomplishment that can't be understated and to just cheapen it by simply caring about how big the antlers are to me is disrespectful yeah i want i want a large mule deer um my personal preference and this is all personal preference i don't need everybody complaining or saying i'm wrong or anything like that it's purely personal preference i would prefer a 200 inch mule deer over a 400 inch bull elk all day long all day long. Um, that's preference. Um, but I'm not going to pass up an 80 inch buck. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to trade an empty freezer for a full wall. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and so don't get me wrong. There are, you know, there's people out there who are, uh, who, who, care about that and and they have certain things that they're looking for and that's fine 
Well, yeah. As long as, as long as we, you know, you you are still enjoying your hunt, and your and yeah. and your happiness is, does not hinge on whether or not you get that animal score yeah. that yeah. you're looking for. And, and you know, if you've got a full freezer at home, and you've been on a lot of hunts this year, and you've already taken two or three deer and an elk here and a you know Barbary over there and. And this, that, and the other, and you've still got an opportunity to go hunt. Passing up the smaller animals to get a larger animal, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, I got a deer last year. and it, it, Here in New Mexico, we don't have the opportunity to kill multiple deer. No. You get one. If you draw a tag. If you draw a tag. Or you can get a landowner tag. Or you can get a landowner. You, you, you one deer. You, one elk if you draw a tag. You know? One antelope, if you can draw a tag. That's it. Yep. So if you want anything else, you have to go out of state. So last year I was successful in my deer hunt, and my freezer is empty. I've got a little bit of hamburger left from that deer and one package of steaks. That's it. I need some more meat, and I'm not going to trade those horns for it. No. So so this year I would imagine um, I'm not going to be passing up the opportunity at any animal. Yeah. If the first one I see happens to be a great big one with a little one standing next to him, I'm going to shoot the big one. <laughs> yeah. Don't let me lie to you. Yeah, no, I'm no. going to shoot the big one. Yeah, that's um, and that and like I said, I I don't want to, I don't want to seem like I'm downplaying that yeah. because I I just don't you know I want kind of the culture to change to where people aren't hanging their happiness on. The size of the antlers. Mm-hmm. Hang your happiness on who you're with, the experience you had, the, you know, everybody knows camp food's better, the food, whatever it yeah. is. Um, hopefully your experience is made up of multiple components and not just what's yes you're hoping to hang on the wall. Yep. So that, I wanted to kind of clarify that because we talk about being inclusive within the hunting community and... Um, I'm I'm not downplaying to people who want that. You know, there's people out there who have who have taken countless animals throughout their mm-hmm. career, and they are looking for that, and that's fine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's that's good for them. Um, but for the most part, the people that I've met that are are doing that or being extremely selective. Um, they also say, I am perfectly happy to go home without one and have yes. enjoyed the experience of doing it. Yeah. And that's that's I, what I'm looking for. I got a family member. Yeah, I got a cousin that doesn't eat deer. Yeah. But he loves to hunt. Yeah. You know, he hunts every year. Um, he's hunting this year. I believe he's got an elk tag. Um, and, and, and he doesn't eat them. But the meat doesn't go to waste. Mm-hmm. You know, he's out there to have a good time. He likes to shoot big deer and he shot a bunch of them. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but it's like you said, it's it's the entire package that we we promote hunting, not the taking of trophy animals. Mm-hmm. So, and if that's what you want to do too, you know, do it. But be respectful about it, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so. <clears throat> Anyways. Looking forward to all the hunts that are coming up. Um, I've been enjoying seeing some some listeners' pictures yep. coming through. Anytime I 
I get a chance to throw one up on, on Instagram or, or Facebook. I do that because they are having some success out there, and uh, that's fantastic. Yep. Uh, congratulations to everybody who's who's taken one this year. Good luck to everybody who's still, still got some tags to fill. Yep. Um, but, again, just enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's fantastic that we get this privilege of of going out, enjoying the outdoors and hunting public land. Um, it's a blessing to have the public land. Um, it's also a blessing to have private landowners who allow people to come on uh, their places and manage the populations that are there mm-hmm. for the benefit of everybody. Uh, just being able to hunt is so cool. However you do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It's super fun. Super cool. It's, it's, uh, like Kyle said, the second hunting season ends this year. I'm on to next year. You know, I'm already looking at antelope for next year. That hunt's over. Mm -hmm. I know I've got two more, three more, four more, five more hunts to go between our hunts and other people's hunts. But, yeah, next year's next year's coming up quick. It is. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So, glad to be back podcasting again. Um and yeah, this is a lot of fun. If you guys have uh have any stories you want to share, any comments, please do so. We're on Instagram. Yep. We're on Facebook. Any topics you'd like to hear talked about? Yeah. Any pictures you want to share? Absolutely. Uh, any questions you have, complaints, drop us a line. Not a grande outdoors at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or visit www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Thanks for joining, guys. Adios. Adios. Thanks for joining Not A Grande Outdoors Podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.